strive to enter through the narrow gates. For many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. Dear brothers and sisters, this is how Christ responded to a person in the crowd on his way to Jerusalem when he was asked, Lord, will only a few be saved? His answer could have been, don't you worry, I take care that all of you will be saved. There is a speech he gives in which he exhorts his disciples not to worry, not to be anxious. But he was inviting them not to be anxious about things that are secondary, like clothes, money, material possessions, things that are good and necessary, but that are only secondary to the main goal. Instead, when it comes to the main goal about our final salvation, Christ invites us not to rely on the false illusion that it may be easy or that it may be secured for all. So instead of trying to water down this teaching with a false one for which God would be so merciful that everyone would be easily saved, let's embrace Christ's response with humility and learn what Christ wants us to do for our salvation. Let's consider first the question, Lord, will only a few be saved? Is this a question that matters to us? What do each one of us want to be saved from? Is salvation our goal? I remember the first time I went to do my physical here in the United States. I was given the questionnaire by the doctor to fill out. And I was surprised that there were no mere questions strictly related to my body or my physical health. Some questions were addressing how would I rate my life if I felt happy or satisfied or not? And how often did I feel bored, unsatisfied, unhappy with myself? Those questions struck me and definitely revealed a simple truth that there is no physical health without a spiritual one. If we do a serious and honest introspection, we discover that when we choose to think, to act, to live according to our own and disordered ways, we experience pain, sadness, anger, frustration, lack of confidence, fear, isolation. We were defensive against anyone. We felt contempt towards others. We felt constantly complaining. We felt lack of peace. And uh, best case scenario, if we were able to dismiss for a little bit all these negative feelings, we experienced boredom a lukewarm lack of love for ourselves, for things, for people, for God, a lack of taste for life. Entangled in that, we might have tried over and over to soothe our lack of fulfillment with things that instead of solving our problem, they didn't contribute instead to bury ourselves deeper and deeper into that tomb where light is missing and the air is stifling. Besides, we kept denying 
that there was a problem. We felt sensitive and edgy against any input we received from others or from reality that told us that there was a problem. Instead, God never stopped to offer us possibilities, chances, opportunities, situations, encounters spread throughout the course of our lives in which we felt that fulfillment was possible, truth was possible, beauty, fresh air was possible. While in denial, those situations sparked in us a deep nostalgia, a deep pining for that good that we missed. But the, the only thing we could opt was self-pity, otherwise rejection of this. In front of God's salvation, we had to make a step, a painful step. We had to admit that we were not fulfilled. We had to admit that we were in pain, in suffering. We had to admit that it was not because of the fault of someone else, as we kept trying and trying to blame others, but it was us, it was our decision, it was because of our will that we were entangled in that. That's when we truly stretch out to Christ our hand, asking to be saved. Truly pride is the venom that causes all other sin. It's because of pride that we found so hard to swallow that pill, that we needed God and our ways were our problems. This is therefore the first narrow door we need to go through to swallow that hard pill, to admit once and for all, and renewing this on a daily basis, that my old sinful way, to which I'm also inclined to, because I'm a child of Adam and Eve, this deadly way of dealing with things and others and myself, it is deadly for me. Renewing this admission every day, when we feel again lack of peace and fulfillment in ourselves, and admit that it's me who needs to change heart, that's the narrow door, but that's the door to heaven. When we break through that, making that humble admission that this doesn't work and I need you, God, we experience this salvation. God acts now in history, both directly and through also other human beings who have been reached out and saved by him, and offer to me this possibility. Sinner as me, liable to sin as me, and yet living a different life. Fresh air, light that enters into the tomb of our heart. Heaven will be the place where this salvation, which we attain daily only through a sacrifice, will be given for good, forever, in full, as an ever-present fulfillment without sacrifice anymore. Therefore, Christ is warning us that we need to strive to go to heaven because it's a daily work of conversion, of admission and liberation, welcoming the liberation. The ones who don't do this work, who don't strive, will not be saved. I, we cannot water down this truth. See how Christ described that. After the master of the house has arisen and locked the door, then will you, you will stand outside and know and say, Lord, open for us. 
he will say to you in reply, I do, not, I do not know you where you're from. And you will say, but we ate and drank in your company and you taught in our streets. This is Israelites who are talking. We were a church. I wore the badge of being Catholic. I was registered into a church. He will reply, I don't know you where you're from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. We, we need to reflect on that because what Christ is saying to that passerby and with his disciples listening, we cannot think that salvation is secured if we do not make this work of conversion daily. Evildoers. The problem is, if we say God, God, but we remain entangled in our own evil doing, and we just keep denying it, blaming others, and we attempt just to smother this with words of self-justification, what is going to happen? It's clear. He will deny us. I don't know you where you're from. Many will attempt, but will not be strong enough. So, is this truth overwhelming for us? I don't want these words to deject us. We are here because we made a decision to make a conversion. But again, it cannot secure this, what we're going to decide in the next minute and tomorrow. No one will make us a monument because yesterday we decided to convert. It's what I decide now again. But if this is overwhelming, we need to shift a bit the focus. If we think, first of all, that we save ourselves. Christ is giving these words while he's going to Jerusalem to embrace the cross. Without his sacrifice, our sacrifice would be useless. But with his sacrifice, he brings us on board to carry our cross, to go through ourselves to the narrow door, because later, he secures later, the heaven for us. That door brings somewhere with him. So this is the, what we have to focus on. If I climb on a mountain and I focus on how hard it will be, I will never get up there. At the first drop of sweat, I will come back. But if I focus on how beautiful it is up there, how rewarding, I may go up there. The other thing is we need to focus on is if God the Father grants us to go through the sacrifice, is not because he lacks love for us, but because he loves us. St. Paul in the second letter says, a father disciplines us. If a father renounced to discipline us, as in to draw his intervention, in order to spare us always from this sacrifice, he would renounce his fatherhood. We grow in this love even through the sacrifice. So the other thing we need to focus when we go through the narrow door is it is you, Lord, who are my father and test me because you love me. In this way, we will go with confidence through death and with the confidence that Christ secured heaven for heaven for us. May our Blessed Mother support us in uh, choosing to strive to go through heaven through the narrow door 
and fill us with hope, then this, in this way, will be secure for us.